Hello everyone and welcome to this special broadcast of the Boothcast. Now today we're going we're going to be launching the 2021 and 2022 Australian Ocean Racing Series presented by Shore and Partners Financial Services. Now tonight we're going to be speaking to Earl Evans, the co-CEO of Shore and Partners Financial Services, Dean Gardner, the director of Ocean Paddler. We'll also have special guest Sandra Jordan from the Paddler and Corey Hill, multiple world champion. So it's a very exciting night. There's some awesome things coming up and we have lots to look forward to in the surf ski world. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in Earl Evers from Shore and Partners and Dean Gardner from Ocean Paddler. G'day, fellas. How are you going? Michael, how are you? And, and whoever's watching this, very well. G'day, Michael. How are you? I'm in the I'm back good, of my car, good. Michael. Just landed from the airport, so hence the, hence the fussy seatbelt. I've got my yeah, business right, sitting next to me, still wearing his mask. <laughs> G'day, Alan. I know you guys are bouncing around the place at the moment. Now the borders are open, so I'm sure you're stoked to be uh, moving around again. But first off, I'll throw over to Dean. Dean, um, launching the, the 2021 and 2022 Australian Ocean Racing Series. Uh, there's lots to talk about tonight. Can you tell us a, a little bit about uh, the process of, of getting these events up and running this year? Yeah, well, the process has been quite difficult. Um, you know, we had hoped to run some events towards the later end of last year, but obviously that couldn't happen. Uh, things just kept going to custard in, in every state and uh, there was lockdowns in states, so they couldn't get there. And if you wanted to go to a state, it was too difficult. And so now it looks like we have a pretty clear run and hopefully with the vaccines showing up that we'll start to see some sort of positive results from that. And, and I think that the... Um, all indications are, are saying that the the data is is saying that it's actually looking pretty good with that sort of stuff. Um, we haven't had po a lot of positive cases, well, none in Sydney for a long time, and and uh, the other states have been the same. So we're we're cautiously very optimistic about uh, this season, you know, going ahead as planned. And um, you know, <laughs> we start in two weeks, so. Um, you know, it's a, it's a late start, and I'm sure everyone understands that. We haven't even been able to open our entries yet for the Bridge to Beach, which is on in two weeks. But uh, we will do, be doing that this weekend, and uh, we believe that we're going to have a very successful series. And um, I was sitting there talking to Earl Evans the other day, and I, I we're talking about what prize money we got on the series this year, and I, I sort of looked at it and... and uh, well, I didn't look at it. I sort of just off the top of my head went about, well, about probably about 250000 or something like that. Then I actually went home and I texted him back and I went, do you believe this? It's over 350000 You know, it's closer. It's a lot closer to 400000 So it's it's a massive, massive series this year. Yeah, Dean, I'll come back to you in a second. I think it's going to be an amazing series. And obviously three hundred fifty dollars to $400,000 of prize money on this series is going to be outstanding. But... Earl, um, another season of Shore and Partners' involvement in the Ocean Racing Series and in surf sports in general. Uh, it's amazing what the Shore and Partners Financial Services are doing. Can you give us a little bit of an insight into like how much involvement and how much you're enjoying being part of the series and also the financial commitment that you're giving to the series? Yeah, look, it's, um, it's uh, I think, uh, fifth year. Dean, I, I, I think, but it's it's been an absolute blast. Yep. And, you know, last year was a bit of a missed opportunity with what happened um, regards to COVID. I think the, the really good part about it, just to add to what Dean was saying about we're very hopeful about this year, I think there's been a couple of game changes. One is that elections are virtually out of the way. So the politicising of shutting the borders and COVID, I think, you know, all that bullshit's over. Um, you know, even Queensland sort of kept their borders open, except to Greater Sydney um, at Christmas time, which they didn't do pre um, Anastasia getting uh, um, voted back in, and I think WA will be exactly the same. And I think the other game changer is on the 22nd of January, um, if you want to actually get on a plane and actually come here, you, you, you've got a three days prior, um, have a COVID test and, and, and post, um, you know, negative. So I think, you know, that, fingers crossed some of the breaches and whatnot we've seen of that um, goes a lot better. I think in terms of our commitment, as we've always said, it's really, really important for us to be consistent. We only do things that we really enjoy. Um, I, you know, I, I loved being in Perth and Adelaide for the last three days with my business partner, Alan, um, but sadly missed the, the launch of the Manly season yesterday before Manly Beach. So uh, we just love doing things that we, we like doing. You know, the Shannon Eckstein event was just awesome a few weeks ago and Dean was up there and Pat from Bicobi was up there and Jimmy Walker was up there. And sort of, you know, this is very simple, the ocean paddling. It's a great passion of mine. I love to do it. 
you know, sort of always float around last. So Dean's got to make sure there's a prize for me in some of the races for that. But just love the involvement, quite honestly. And I've always said it. I say consistently, we don't do it for the money. We do it because we have the luxury of being able to do it. And we really love it. So this is our fifth year. We've we've committed for a further three years, including this year. Um, all the money's been prepaid. So it's not a function of whether our business does well or whatnot. We just got to hope that Dean doesn't go broke or it's sitting in a nice trust account somewhere. And I think he's fairly trustworthy. So, yeah, no, thrilled, thrilled to be involved. Very lucky to be involved, to be honest. Yeah, well, this is fantastic. And I think the sport, on behalf of the sport, I think we really thank you and, and all your team at Sean Partners Financial Services for helping out the sport. So, um, go back over to Dean. Dean, can you tell us a little bit about the series? Um, what events you're proposing for this year and, and what's coming up first? Yeah, first and foremost, I just want to talk about some of the uh, the people that have got involved this year. Like, we have always believed that it's an obligation of the uh, of the manufacturers to be involved in a, in something like this, and we're so excited that Epic and uh, obviously Fan and Neisner and Nordic this year have jumped on board as as major contributing sponsors of the series, and also um, Allwave as a major supporter of the series. So we're very stoked to have brand those top brands on board with us uh, and sharing sharing the workload with us uh, in this series this year and another big announcement we've got is is the inclusion of um voost into our series this year which we believe will be a fantastic product to have involved with the series it offers it also along with you know the other major sponsors it gives the series that's the one it gives the series a lot of credibility and um a big boost or boost if you like it's um it's fantastic for us they're going to be one of the um major sponsors across the series and also one of the naming rights sponsors for uh, uh one of the new events which i'll talk about in a second so stoked to have those ones we've got our all our other sponsors investec and um by kobe bennett gara um and then obviously yourself boothy you've been helping us out a lot and carney so we're very very fortunate to have such great sponsors as part of this series and you know a lot of those sponsors have been with us for a very very long time so uh you know which is i think it's a a really good sign of of what this whole thing offers you know so they get involved and and they stay with it and i think i think earl's been a bit of a testament to that also you know he loves it and and we've seen we've seen the growth in the whole thing together like with our sponsors we've seen it progress every year and every year it's gotten that little bit better and hopefully this year we can really knock the socks off it so um, with regards to the events uh, we're starting as I said in two weeks with the bridge to beach the Investec bridge to beach uh, at Manly Wharf and then we've got a couple of events pending but um, we believe they'll go ahead there's a big gap between that and the foster event in May which um, all the all the paperwork's in. We're just waiting for the approvals on that event. Then uh, our good mate Chris Price up at Noosa has an event in July at Noosa. It's the Shore and Partners Hell's Gate 38. So that's going to be the longest race in the series. So it adds a adds a whole new dynamic to the series. Um, a 38k race from Malulaba to Noosa, pending. Sorry, Dean. It just might um, just on the. Uh, you might just want to walk through the prize money on each one of those. Uh um events yeah so uh b2b uh at this stage is around ten thousand dollars the foster event uh looks to be at this stage around forty thousand dollars noosa is fifteen thousand dollars then we have the event in south australia and and they're yet to nominate their their prize purse that will be in august uh in early september we've got the chucky which is a traditional race within the series an out and back event um the gold coast event which will have a minimum of five thousand dollars prize money uh jeremy cotter and jamie uh jamie run that event up there that's been going for a long time that's in the middle of september then we've got the shore and partners north bondi classic which is ten thousand dollars in prize money uh that's on in the the 9th of october then we go to the surf safari down in tassie early november and then all the wa stuff uh, we've got a new event in WA called the Jewel. Um, it um, it ran previously and has has sort of been sitting in the back blocks for a little while. That's come back on board uh, early November, so the whole WA thing's stretched out to about three weeks now. But um, then the WA Race Week, the official WA Race Week, starts with the Fen West Coast Downwind. We've got two Triple S's in the middle. We've got a dash for cash, 
and we've got the big one, the doctor, and the total prize purse there is 200 grand for that for that particular week, which is just unbelievable. And following that, uh, we've got the uh, one more triple S and then the 20 beaches, which this year has bumped its prize purse up to 100 grand. So just out of those last couple of weeks, which has always been our plan, is to have that back end of the series as the real juicy, beefy part you know, there's over $300,000 in prize money there alone in, in three weeks of racing. Yeah, and, that, and that's just incredible, Dean. I think that the sport's obviously progressing and moving forward each and every year, and we're very, very lucky to be able to, to put these plans in place for 2021. Um, so going forward, are there, is it all going to be all the prize money based on surf ski? Is it going to be on age groups? Um, how is the prize money getting divvied out in these events? Yeah, so we do like to spread it out and... and um, we do cater for all the all the major age groups. We've introduced a new age group this year, and that's the under-23s. So all those uh, bigger age group brackets and categories will, will be getting prize money. So you would expect that, you know, say an under-19 competitor, at least the top five will, five, probably even top 10, will be able to pay, pay their way around to these events through prize money alone without their sponsorships and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that'll be fantastic for those juniors coming up. Um, so, how is how is the series going to be broken down points wise? How you can you win the series, and what do you need to do, and what events? Okay, so we've put everything live on the website now, and that explains how the points work. But basically, in a short way, I'll, I'll explain it. We have three premier events, which are the Foster Race Week uh, weekend, um, the Doctor, and the Twenty Beaches. So. You have to do two of those to get your top points. Then we have major events. You have to do three of those to get your top points. And then we have the series events and you have to do three of those to get your top points. So you have to do, if you want to get the maximum points, you have to do eight events. Yeah, you so you basically want to be... We want you to do the whole lot. but um, And obviously you can you can uh, better your position if you've had a shocker in one of those races. There's ample other events to to be able to make it up later. Yeah, so you're going to be very consistent across the series, and I think you've got some amazing racing happening over the summer. Um, Earl, do you have anything to add from a sponsor's perspective, like what you'd like to see throughout the series and, and how you want people to sort of just approach the approach racing in general? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think two things. First of all, if I just touch on the, the WA Race Week, it's $1,000 for the overall series. Um, so it's about doing all of the five races and it'll be a points led thing. So for doing and coming over for the week, um, for the top athletes and, and the top paddlers, multi-emails you know, is a big chunk of money on offer. And then obviously that the balance of the hundred chunks down to individual, um, individual races. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing is, you know, what I've always loved about the sport and what I would encourage everyone to do, you know, if you, I, I started the sport five years ago, you know, falling in the, in, in you know, from the left and the right hand side of the ski and, and enough to, and probably still am to be honest. But I think the beauty of the sport is you get to mix with all of these wonderful athletes and they're normal people, but them giving you tips on how to better ski and how to participate and how to do it. So I, I would just encourage, I think like um, Jimmy and um, uh, Dean did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, that, you know, just encourage all participants to, to get out there and have a go. I remember the first race I did, which was the Bridge to Beach. Um, I was, you know, Luke Horder was, uh, I was paddling with Luke at, at, at Sydney Up Surf Club and, um, and uh, he did a great job and I decided to go from, I, I just can't remember what it was, like 50 centimetres in width to a, a V8, um, epic V8 sport. It was 48 centimetres and I remember to this day, I fell in 13 times between start to finish. I was bruised from head to toe and uh, loved it and just kept coming back for more and was pleased to say the following year I didn't fall in at all. I don't have been paddling for a couple of months, but that's the joy of the sport. I like that's the beauty of it. And I'd really encourage people, I think the beauty of all of the races that we've got is you can do a lot of these ones, chuck your ski on the roof or, or get together with whoever coaches you. And, you know, at the end of the year, come and have a great week at the Shoreham Partners WA Race Week, which is, you know, the granddaddy of the events, big prize money, all the top paddlers will be there. Um, and just it's a festival. You know, that that's basically the concept, exactly like the river um, that Carter does such a great job for that Dean and I went to a couple of years ago and got the concept for the WA Race Week. So, yeah, get in there and have a lot of fun from the top money. And the last thing I'd say is, um, that's sort of stealing too much of Dean's thunder, I think that in my experience, there's just been a real lack of money in 
these sort of grassroots sports. There's a, there's a whole bunch of them out there. This happens to be the one that I'm an Alan passionate about and, and iron men and iron women. And there's a big crossover. So what I'd really encourage, obviously, all the irons to do, you're going around all of these courses and training your guts out basically for no money. There's a third discipline there called paddling. Do both. If you're a top athlete and you want to earn, and I, I just look at Daniel McKenzie's a great example. She's won the world title. Corey Hill came second in the cool and get a gold, I don't know, a dozen years ago. Turned out to be one of the top paddlers. There's plenty of people, male and female, in that irons that can absolutely challenge for the podium right at the very top. Everybody's beatable, and that's what I'd love to see, just super competitive racing at the at the top. And you know, a bunch of great, talented people in the middle and nufties like me at the back, and we can all get on well and have a great time. I think it's a, it's going to be an amazing season. I think incorporating a, a few more age groups for those junior competitors, especially in the 18s and the 23s, is going to really foster that growth of the sport, I think. And obviously having the age group through the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and everything through there gives that race within a race. And I think that's the, something that we all love about ocean ski paddling. Corey Hill can line up with with enough to make, we'll just put you, make you the example tonight, Earl. Um, and just, well, we, we still enjoy him, so he's, got a, he's got to line up right next door to me because <laughs> we're sponsoring. So. Yeah, yeah, he drag you off the start line, right? You're still a little <laughs> bit of a tow rope. Yeah, so I think that's what's a, the beauty of the sport, and it's so awesome to have your support again for another two years, and I think everyone's really, really excited for that. So, three, Dean, I'll throw it back to you. Oh, it's three more years. Sorry, I just yeah. read two more years. So we got three years. I think that's much God, better. That, that was my big um, punch. I lost yeah, my big punch. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you that's what you put on the on the website what i've what i've just been reading so like that's awesome three more years um that's that's incredible and i think everybody and in it, the sport is so happy sorry um uh, michael just one of the reasons also too we went for the long time frame was it's really important for the athletes to know they're not just training for a year if you want to have a go at this over the next few years um there's something really to train for so you can really dedicate your discipline to doing the best you can yeah, absolutely. And just so um, everybody out there watching live, if you do want to add a comment in that we can um, address at any point, please let us know. Please go to the website first, www.oceanpaddler.com, Australian Ocean Racing Series. But if you do have something that you'd like to ask, please add it in the comments. I can see them and I can ask them to the panel of guests that we have here. But first off, Dean, can you tell us a little bit about the Foster Race Week? Because that's obviously going to be, uh, or Foster Weekend, is it? Um, that's obviously going to be a big one on the calendar if we can get it through across the line. Can you tell us a little bit about that and the concept behind it and why Foster? Yeah, well, I think I think Foster's traditionally been a great place for events. They've always supported events. Uh, they used to run the Australian Ironman, you know, uh, run, bike, swim, Ironman type uh, event up there. And then I think Port Macquarie stole it off them. Um, and uh, it's the, the beauty of Foster for us is that it can pretty well cater for every wind direction. And it's got the it's got fantastic uh, inland waterways for contingency courses in in you know outrageous conditions. So we 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 need that with this style of racing now because obviously we set parameters that uh, enable the course to be competitive, but also needs to be safe. So um, if if the conditions are above the parameters that we've set, then we've got to move somewhere else where where the where the race can be run, run safely and. Uh, what we don't want to do is get to a venue and have to cancel an event because that's the worst thing that happens, you know. So um, we try and find venues that that we can do that at. And even in Perth, you know, we can pretty well run the Perth event in nearly every wind there from the um, different approvals we get to to, to run the uh, contingency courses and reverse rot nest and stuff like that. So um, that's that's one of the reasons we went there. We're hoping this to be a big event 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 we think it will be a big event because um it's a quiet time of the year and i think there's a lot of people out there that are stinging for an for a good solid race it is a premier event so it's one of our top three on on the calendar and um you know i i just think it, it's got potential it's uh it's a three-day right uh, three-day race series we have a uh, very similar to wa we have the thursday afternoon race a 13 k then we have the dash for cash on the friday and then we have the major race at lunchtime on a Saturday. And that time of the year, it traditionally blows west-southwest winds. And the course we have for the long race suits are southwest. So um, hopefully we can we can get those conditions. And I think everyone will be really happy with the courses that are, that are set up there. And there's tons of accommodation. It's only, only three hours from Sydney. It's not, not a bad drive from the Gold Coast. So it caters for a lot of people. And, and between... Um, 
between Sydney and the Gold Coast, there's a massive paddling population anyway. So, you know, you can probably field a, get a field together of 200 paddlers just in that region alone. So uh, it kind of it kind of suits what we're, we're looking for. Yeah, we, we yeah, I mean, okay. I think, Michael, sorry, we, we, we went up a couple of times. I think we've been up three times, Dean, and we went out sort of, you know, Jimmy Walker came up and a few other people and we sort of scouted scouted it out did there's some fantastic paddling from point to point from blackhead beach down in to um foster central or you know there's just there's a whole range of different courses depending on the way the wind's blowing it's great accommodation it's easy to get to and and to be frank if you remember not last year the year before when we did the wa race week for the first time which was a great success and it was fantastic it was really a bit of a test to see how did it go on the field it was just awesome so this year obviously you know we're juicing it up to make it an amazing week there's lots of things to be announced throughout the week as well um you know demo days and you know having a big group barbecue and get togethers but that'll all come in announcements down the track and the concept was to say um i think dean came up with suggestions said why don't we do one on the east coast one on the west coast that was really the plan so there's so many great west coast paddlers that would love to fly over here and, and and like we like to fly over to wa so this is a bit of a litmus test like it was two years ago and if it's a huge success we'll increase the prize money what's awesome is um uh voost has come aboard as the major sponsor with ourselves for the race so you know they're putting in considerable sum of money i, I think it's like twenty thousand or twenty five thousand we're putting in the same and it's whatever the number is forty-five thousand. i think for the week and it's really conceivable to see that well, I, I personally think, and it'll be a huge success, and it's conceivable to see that becomes just every bit as big as the WA Race Week. So there's a lot to train for, and there's just such a great future for this sport. Yeah, it's incredible. I think having um, your involvement, Shore and Partners Financial Services, and, and helping other brands see how amazing this sport is, and I think that's really, really incredible. So we're going to have two race weekends, uh, or one race week, one race weekend, and another let's say eight other events would that be about right no try um well including those weeks we've got 16 16 actual races in total yeah and of those you have to do eight so that's halfway uh the other significant factor this year is we uh we changed the way we do the the age groups so the age groups it is the age you're actually turning that year so if you're 39 if you if you're 39 at the moment and you turn 40 sometime this year you're in the over 40 category and it works the other way for the younger categories as well so um we've done that to fit into the icf uh system or the paddle australia system as well so we're talking uh a lot with paddle australia on on sort of coming together on a lot of a lot of things and making this really streamlined and make it look really good you know with the two or our organization and their organization and bring it all together and and uh make it a lot more professional than it has been in the past yeah well i think that's awesome that the i guess the major sporting bodies of the sport here in australia and and, and overseas are, are coming together to sort of push the sport to the next level when i think that's a really good time to actually bring in sandra jordan from the paddler he's kind of our news correspondent um in the sport now he did try and kick it off um in 2000 and and 20 but obviously it was quite a hard year to kick off a, a sports channel or a sports uh news channel when there wasn't a lot of racing going on so sam uh sam thanks so much for coming on gee thanks for having me guys and michael you're right it's about time we had some racing to talk about hearing the plan for this year it's uh it's pretty exciting to say the least yeah it's, a, it's an incredible year um coming from like a, a news perspective what sort of stories do you expect to see coming out of um, 2021 and this amazing Australian Ocean Racing Series. It's hard to take a bit of an independent news look at it at the moment when I'm kind of invested as a paddler as well. You know, you hear about the sponsorship that's coming from Shore and Partners as well as Voos throughout the rounds, um, the the races that Dean has helped to organise as well. You know, you can't help but get carried away and get excited thinking about all of that. They're, there was one point that Earl raised a little bit earlier that I think, you know, may well be the big talking point out of this season. And that's the crossover that we're starting to see from surf life saving athletes. More and more people are now starting to look to ocean ski racing as the way forward. You know, it's not just the mateship that we get. It's not just the standard of racing and sponsorship, but also the opportunity to travel abroad and travel overseas, even domestically to go to somewhere like Foster and do a race weekend the WA Race Week, all these opportunities that have opened up. I think a lot of people 
have sat up and taken notice in the last few years. And I think that 2021 will be the year that we really begin to see that crossover. Yeah, well, I think it, we've sort of started to see some trickles um, coming through in the past couple of years. And I think we had a lot of people coming to the 2020 race week in WA. But um, what is exciting is the three-year commitment. So athletes are not only training for one year now. They can train. They can see that future and, and potentially representing Australia down this this Paddle Australia path if, if Dean and the teams can and work it all out. Um, now probably is a good time if you wanted to ask um, Dean or Earl directly any questions that are on the top of your mind about the series coming up. Plenty of questions. There's always plenty of questions. Seeing as Earl looks like he's on the move, I'll start with Dean then. And just on that point that Michael just raised, Dino, about the potential pathway with Paddle Australia, as I understand that it's looking like it's going to be used this series this year as the selection for the Australian team for the World Championships. If that was to transpire, Dean, or even if not, just the increased cooperation between Paddle Australia and the Australian Ocean Racing Series, how do you think that the paddlers stand to benefit out of that? Uh, well, obviously, there's uh, a very clear path to selection, which um, probably hasn't been too clear in the past. Um, so, you know, I think once this has run through its first seas- season and then we, we look at it in the future, then then people have the know, know what, what to expect for the following year and, and how, to, how to do that. Um, uh, I, I just think I just think having that as a, um, a a little bit of icing on the cake for a lot of the top competitors is is a really good boost. And and then the benefit to canoeing uh, to paddle Australia is that that we believe that a significant amount of people that paddle in our event aren't members of Paddle Australia at the moment. But there's every likelihood that they will become members of Paddle Australia once they see the great benefits that that organisation can offer. So. Um, we're hoping, you know, there's there's mutual benefit from us getting involved with each other and we certainly hope that it works both ways. It looks like that it is that united front, Dino, not just on the Paddle Australia, but what you were speaking earlier about the manufacturers that have become involved this year, more manufacturers supporting the series, pushing together in the one direction certainly makes a big difference for the growth of the sport. A hundred percent. You know, if, if every if all the manufacturers are sending a positive light about the series and uh, and 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 making it their thing as well, and it is their thing. You know, we want them there. We want them on the beach. We want their skis being shown. We want all of them down there doing that. Then, then I believe that uh, if everyone's saying the same thing, then everyone would be doing the same thing. So that's that's the plan. Earl, I'll just come back to you with a question for now. The three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It almost feels surreal actually to say out loud that Shore and Partners is sponsoring the Australian Ocean Racing Series with this year, three years in total. Does that make this a $1 million deal rather? Are we seeing this same support over the three years? Yeah, exactly. And and look, hopefully, you know, we can juice that up a little bit. I mean, I think our business, sorry, the, the events, you want to bring other sponsors in and what we need to do is showcase this as a sport, you know, is it going to be, you know, mainstream live TV, millions of dollars, maybe not, but you know, to double the prize money from here, I would encourage all the athletes dress appropriately, get up on the podiums with a, with a hat, the people that support you with your shirt, dress the right. Um, and that brings other sponsors in that want to be actually involved in a professional, good looking sport. A lot of people have seen, you know what we've done with the Sean Partners race team, and we brought in Oakley, and we brought in Voost as a sponsor, and and um, uh, ourselves, a Bennett, and the like. And you know that that sponsors and speaking from want to be involved in sports, clean athleticism, and at the end of the day, they want to brand showcase appropriately. So there's just so much. To end up with two or three million dollars. So it looks like you. Earl's having bit of uh difficulties we'll just we'll just remove earl for now and i'll I'll get back onto him in a second um sam maybe just maybe just get back on to to dino for now and i'll help out with uh, earl's technical stuff well then i've got a pretty obvious thought we heard it from earl just there a one million dollar deal that shaw and partners has signed with the australian ocean racing series You've been in the sport for such a long time how does it make you feel to hear that being said out loud now as a reality yeah, well, that's a lot of money, isn't it? And and consider when you hear of uh, deals 
you know, $1 million deals with other sports, um, that's $1 million going into the sport. With us, that's $1 million going into prize money. So it benefits the athletes straight away. So we we don't take a fee or a cut from from the sponsorship money that is given to us. It goes straight back into the prize money. So, and a lot of the other event organisers, I've had some good chats with them, you know, we... Um, we, uh, they have their minimum prize money set, but they've also, all the other event organisers have said to me, if they get another sponsor, they're going to put more of that money into prize money as well. They're, they're seeing the results from that. And, um, you know, mm. if, if five top guys can go down and race in Tassie compared to three guys the previous year, and then seven guys or eight guys the next year, then we're seeing growth in the sport. And, and of those top guys that go to those places, two or three, four, five, six, up to 10 20 other guys might go with them you know to and and that's part of the benefit of having this series if if it's a series you see value in going to those events that not everyone might not go to so you know if you're if you're chasing the end of season rewards then you're going to benefit from going to those smaller events and that's what we want we want the south australia's the um you know the the small the smaller events in tassie and and in time, we'll have another event in Victoria to, to really benefit from what this series is offering. Dino, you spoke at length about the races that are being uh, added to the series this year, as well as the existing favourites that are returning. There's one that I want to pick your brains on, the Hell's Gate 38 up in Noosa. The name sounds intimidating enough. Given that we can't travel overseas this year, we may not be able to next year, you're such a favourite of the Molokai event. Is this your own kind of way of, of trying to get that fixed for Australian paddlers, paddlers, that longer distance race that we otherwise don't see? Well, it wasn't my idea. It came from Chris Price, and I think he was talking to Jamo Porter about it as well. So I guess a bunch of the boys up there on the sunny coast who, who are traditional Molokai boys, you know, like the Kennys and Tommy Woodruff, who comes from up there, lives in Sydney now, but bunch of the boys from up there have been doing Molokai for many years. So, you know, and Clint Robinson, obviously, the great Clint Robinson. So, you know, there's, um, there is a need, I think, for that, for that slightly longer race. It doesn't necessarily have to be Molokai length, but I think 38K, and if they get the right wind, I think, I think we'll, it'll be a very Stoke-worthy 28, uh, 38K race. What do you think, Boothy? 38Ks might be long enough for me. Yeah, it is a bit longer, but it's not that 52, which I think is probably a little bit better for me. So hopefully I'll be able to get up there and, and have a paddle. It sounds like a fantastic event. And I think it'll be that event that people are really looking for um, when there is that void with Molokai this year, because a lot of us won't be able to travel over to the event. And it, I'm not sure if it's even happening this year. So then you might know be a little bit more about that than I do. Uh, I, I don't actually, to be quite honest, but you know, I haven't even looked at overseas travel this year. I'm actually happy to that we've got this fantastic series in Australia and I'm happy to go to the Australian venues. So, um, you know, I'll look at overseas again, maybe next year, but, um, but I'm, I'm, I, this is a perfect opportunity for me as an event organizer and for the other event organizers to, to get off our, get off our bums and, and really, really make what we have even more special than it already is. Yeah, so both of you as paddlers, I guess, I'd love to ask you, Sam, as a, as a paddler, you're a young fellow, I know you're, you're right into the, the news and the reporting, but as you mentioned at the start, you are a paddler, so you are a little bit biased, but how excited are you as a paddler to be jumping into this another amazing uh, Australian Ocean Racing Series and, and a three-year commitment from Shore and Partners Financial Services? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point, Michael, in that, you know, through work and, and working as a sports journalist, I guess I'm exposed to, you know, all the different codes around the country, whether it's Earls, Shore and Partners, Manly Seagulls or the AFL or the smaller leagues as well along the way. And, you know, maybe it is my bias coming to the fore, but for a long time, I've looked at these other sports, uh, perhaps, you know, a bit smaller than the NRL and AFL, but those codes that do seem to have that mainstream presence and just think to myself, you know, paddling can be right here too. There's there's nothing that our sport doesn't offer that can't compete with these ones, but just kind of not had that financial and corporate uh, partnership, I guess, that there has been in the past. To have Shore and Partners come on in the way that they have and, and help drive that professionalism to the next level, it's a huge thing for the sport. You know, I, I said to Dean on the phone a little bit earlier today that, that looking at it from a neutral perspective and also as a paddler's perspective, you get the feeling that 2021 is shaping up as a watershed year for our sport. You know, we saw the 
incredible initiatives that were announced last year and put in place that we unfortunately didn't get to do in the WA race week and the like. But if this is able to happen, you know, maybe even if all 16 races didn't happen, but we could just have some of the races, it's it's really going to take our sport to the next level. As an athlete, that's an incredible thought. It's incredibly motivating, a little bit daunting, but the idea now that we're starting to get those numbers, we're starting to get that attention, and not just from the elite, but from the general public as well. You know, I'm from Newcastle, as, as you are too, Michael, but living in Sydney now, when I moved down here, I was shocked to see how many skis are constantly out on the harbour, on on the water, you know, of every make as well. And, and you don't realise that the sport has started to spread that far. So, you know, I do get that feeling now that we, as a movement, are starting to strike while the iron is hot. And it's, yeah, it's an incredibly exciting thought. Yeah, it, it is amazing as, a, as an athlete and I guess starting for me 10, 10 or so years ago and there, it wasn't really like this. I was I remember with Dino, we, we travelled to uh, Tahiti and I ended up sleeping on the, the base of the mattress and Jeremy knew how to bed, but that's a whole different story. So we've really evolved from there. But Dean, as an athlete and, and as an event organiser, seeing this sport progress and you've said it many times and you've always wanted the sport to be in this place and to be in this position that it is, um, how exciting is it for you? And, and do you sometimes take a step back and go, wow, like this has really progressed over time and, and it is really what I kind of wanted it to be so many years ago when you did start uh, events and racing here in Australia? Yeah, well, um, actually, Sam asked me that question today when we had a chat on the phone and he goes, yeah, can you look back at it? And I, I don't think I'm ready to look back at it yet. I, I think we've got a long way to go still. And I, I'm, you know, obviously very, very excited about where we are right now, but I think there's a lot more we can do. And uh, if we're all going down the same path, then I believe that we'll see the results, you know, and the, the results we're seeing right now, they might be the results that we were seeing 10 years ago when I cracked 100 at the doctor or, you know, those sorts of things. So these little things that we think are so significant now, I'm hoping in 10 years from now, they're they don't seem as significant. So, and right now I'm just stoked to be part of something that I love to do. And, and I'm, I'm stoked to see, you know, the enthusiasm that, that Earl and Alan and the guys from Shore and Partners bring to the, bring to the, the whole series. And it's not, you know, it's part of people in their office that come down and paddle with me and, and, and have fun, you know, and it's, 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 that's where, that's where it's all growing. It's, um it's, 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 we've got all those elite athletes, but the spread, within the community is worse than the coronavirus. You know, it's just going nuts. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's spreading out through, through, you know, Earl's office. It's spreading out through offices. One person gets hold of a ski in, you know, Bill's office and there's 20 people in the office and, you know, two months later, four or five people in the office are paddling a ski. So that's where the really significant growth is happening. Yeah, and I think it's really awesome to see, and I think we're all sort of reaping the rewards of that. And Earl, we always hear from you as a, I guess, as a sponsor, and, and as sort of you're up there talking about Sharon Partners Financial Service and the amazing commitment that they do give to the sport. But as a paddler, like over the last five years since you've been paddling, how have you seen it evolve, and how how exciting has it been the progression that you've seen? I don't I think got to Earl half can, that question. Can you sort of hear me clearly, Michael, or not? I can I can hear you clearly. Um, can you not hear us? I can. It came through a bit ratty. Just log me out if I uh, maybe haven't been paying for my Wi-Fi yeah. or something. I don't know. It's going all going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go um, so um, the question was the question was as an as an athlete um, and as a as a paddler in the community. I'm not sure if I've lost you again, but how have you enjoyed the progression since you've been involved in the sport for the last five or so years? Yeah, I just cut the video off so you don't have to look my ugly noggin. But um, if you can hear me, um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, progression's been awesome. I, I think that um, I, I, the one thing I sort of marvel at a little bit is there is so much prestige in some of these races. The, the 20 Beaches, Justin Ryan's race, um, the Sean Partners 20 Beaches is just absolutely awesome. Um, you know, and the Sean Partners Doctor... That race is just iconic and incredible. And, and to me, I sort of look at the Nutrigrain series and um, I look at the Nutrigrain series. All right. So Earl's just logged, in, logged himself out somehow. So it's actually a perfect time because Corey Hill is offline and we're going to bring him into the stream just to hear his thoughts on the Australian Ocean Racing Series presented by Sean Partners. 
Corey, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, guys, how are we? Well, I think we're Hi, all Corey. doing pretty well. <laughs> so, mate, um, $350,000 to $400,000, a three-year commitment from Sean Partners Financial Services, 16 races, two race weekends, um, so much happening. How excited are you? You are as a as a professional athlete, and somebody's probably itching to get out there and start racing again. Yeah, look, it's it's just music to the ears, to be honest. I mean, we've had my last race was was twenty beaches, twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen, which is which is just sort of crazy because um went out on a high, ended up doing a race down in Aladala last year for the for the world championship tryouts, and um that was that was the start of what I was hoping to be a, a, a massive season and um really really cut short so uh to to hear this news and and it's just it's just massive for the sport it's massive for us athletes it's massive for people that are passionate about ocean paddling because um it just means that there's there's so much i guess prestige behind our sport now we're able to we're able to line up really be proud of the product that that is um the australian ocean racing series and um Hopefully, hopefully I'm able to knock off the likes of Michael Booth and, um, well, Dean and Sam this year. Yeah, well, I'm sure you've probably got probably odds on favourite for the, for that uh, that category. But um, so now now you're sort of seeing events starting to pop up. We're sort of not seeing much COVID in Australia. Uh, there is the sort of a bit more of a free flow of um, traffic across Australia. Um, do you think you're back into full training now? Like, are you getting ready? Are you getting fit? Like, are you excited? I know you got lots of stuff going on, but are you, are you ready to go? Yeah, completely. Um, and it, and it's great to have, I guess, my family behind me as well. I had the discussion with Lani. We're actually expecting expecting number two just or well, at the end of this month. And um, you know, I said, oh, the first race is is Bridge to Beach. Not too sure how we're going to go if we if we should pop on down and then quickly have a have a race before the twenty sixth. And um, I ended up actually going back to the deans and the elves and saying, I don't know if I'm going to be available. Went back to Lani and said, um, spewing the first race is five days before due date. And um, she ended up saying, oh, I'll go for it. So it's great to have her right behind me. And um, I'll be there race one all the way through. I think you said race 16. So um, the plan is to get to as many as possible and make up for some lost time last year and, and um, show my face as many times as possible. It's In the past, I've done majority of the races and and um that i think for me the success has come from consistency and really showing up to you know the little races all the way up to the up to the big races such as 20 beaches doctor so um looking to replicate this year just a couple of little ones in tow yeah absolutely and i think you had the same issues going into your last birth so i remember you you're talking about driving up or it was storming you couldn't get your flight and there was all sorts of stuff going on so i'm not sure what this is about the beach, yeah. but yeah so it is, it is the year it is the time of year that Corey hill seems to have kids so um earl <laughs> i think we we lost you a little bit then we're talking about um your excitement as a paddler and the progression over the past five years hopefully we've got your audio and hopefully you can hear me this hopefully. time yeah um well i i, th- I think the one thing that sort of uh, the great part about this sport is there's a couple of really prestigious events you know the the shore and partners doctor the wa race week is a, you know we we want to make it you know the most prestigious event on the map and you know it's been going for 20 years plus it's it's a really prestigious race to win for the male and female um pros and for the different age categories um, you know, Justin Ryan's race, the, the Champagne's 20 beaches, 100,000 prize money. That's a bloody lot of money. And I sort of said, I, I quite often look, to be honest with you, at the Nutrigrain series and, and the Great Alley Day, you know, on the males gave everyone a bit of a shellacking and, and, and Lana Rogers did exactly the same in the um, in the females, not quite a shellacking. Um, Georgia was nearly nearly there. But, um, you know, they're amazing athletes and the Nutrigrain series, you sort of look at it and you go, oh, it's a couple hundred thousand prize money. And, you know, it was not quite what it once was. Um, and I think this is a great opportunity, but it, it has a huge amount of prestige. There's no question about it, a huge amount of prestige. And that's what we tried to do with the, the Shannon Stein event, you know, to add some real prestige to it and to pay these athletes, you know, that the top and they just they train just so hard. They're amazing athletes. And I think the great part about what we're trying to do with the series with Dean and what we're really passionate about, what we tried to do with the four members of the race team um, and then bringing Jimmy in to sort of manage it. And he's, as anyone knows with Jimmy, super passionate about, you know, surf life saving and ocean paddling. Um, There's some real prestige about winning these 
races, right? And uh, I think it's just as prestigious as the Nutrigrain. If you're in clubby land, yeah, Nutrigrain's it. But I've got to tell you, if you if you're there and you get the twenty thousand dollar prize money for winning the the doctor race in itself, or you win, I don't know what the prize money is doing for the whole week, but you know twenty thirty grand, that's a big chunk of change. You know, I looked at Lana Rogers' paddle on the weekend, and there's far more experts than me that could probably attest to her fantastic ability. But you know, she was giving it to 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 Danielle. She's she's a great paddler. You know, like she put a little bit of energy and effort into this. She could not only get the whatever it was, five grand to win and, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand or whatever for the Nutrigrain series. She could take a chunk of money and be at the top of the game in this series. And I think the beauty with paddling, there's so many people in the life-saving world that once they jump on an actual ocean ski can really excel and do well. And Corey's a testament to that on the mail. So we all think he's a great a great uh, paddler, which he is. But he was fantastic Ironman, right? He came second in the cool and got a gold. That in itself is, is no small order. You know, I look at Matt Poole, who I think is a, a fabulous athlete and had a great career. He got a second last year and everyone raves about him. We, you know, the great Corey went from Ironman into paddling and Matty, Matty <laughs> to, turned it into a bit of a profession. So... It's pre- It's very prestigious from our side. We want to make it more prestigious. If Sam can do his job and get it televised for us at the end of the year, the WA Racework, which we think he can, and there's lots of things cooking behind the scenes on that, um, you know, it's very, very good. So it's 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 just a wonderful sport. And we're like, if, one last thing before I sort of hold them off too much. Um, yeah, we're very lucky to have a guy like Dean who's passionate about this sport that puts all this stuff together, quite frankly. And I've, I said it at one of the posts we did a year ago. I know how much or how not much he makes out of this. I've seen the numbers. It's a, yeah, he gets to sell a few extra surf skis and whatnot. That's all great. Um, there's a lot of heart and passion goes into this, as there is for each one of the race people that put the races together. Um, and, you know, without Dean and those people, um, like the Hell's Gate, um, Noosa event and all of those, you know, different races, Jimmy Walker with North Bondi, um, you know, we, we have nothing. So there's just so much to be grateful for, I think, for this sport. And the last final thing is it's exploded in the last couple of years. When I started five years ago, you know, Sersky, what's that? Everybody I speak to, I, I've spent a week in Perth, all of my staff, clients that I spoke to, oh, I see your surf skis with the stickers on it and this and that, and then went to Adelaide, they saw it. Um, it's exploded. You know, each of the manufacturers have just sold, sold you know, just every, you know, whether you've been Epic or NK or whether, you know, whatever it might be, fan, you've just sold everything you've got. The sport's exploded and it just has such a great future for the pros and, like I said, for the, for, for the you know, nufties like me or the under 40s that want to take it a bit more serious or whatever. Yeah, what a fantastic time it is to be a part of this sport, as you say, for the, the everyday paddler and the elites. The elites are getting more professionalism, more prize money, but the everyday paddler is getting more events. It's getting more experiences. It's lining up with amazing paddlers. So we've got some amazing things coming up. Also, like the girls there, they are so strong. We would love to have Danielle uh, Mackenzie on here tonight, but she, we, I sort of threw this together really last minute, so we couldn't get her on. But, but um, we're going to see some amazing um, girl racing coming through throughout the summer, and uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to see more and more women joining in with the sport. And let's get it up to 50-50. Let's get let's get as many uh, women getting involved in ocean racing as there are men. And um, I'm really really excited for the season coming ahead. But Sam, tell me a little bit about getting this sport televised on uh, free to air or, or KO or something like that. Let's let's make that happen, eh? Well, I was hoping that no one was going to pick up on that after Earl let it slip. But look, that's, you know, unfortunately, that's the position that we were in last year that that, un, that unfortunately was stopped because of COVID. Um, and look, I think it goes to further what we were saying before about the potential of the sport and the fact that we're now starting to realise that, you know, these are the opportunities that that are going to be coming as a result of the hard work of people like Dean, the support of people like Earl, as well as everyone else who not only organises race around, races around the country, but also just has an involvement in the sport and, and turns up to events. That's what's on the line, uh, you know, for us as a movement here. And and that's what we'll be looking to do towards this year. So what do we say in television? You never you never talk about, you never, you never uh, boast about anything until it's signed. But look, that's a very real possibility this year. And I I think we're, uh, yeah, we certainly should be expecting it come come the WA race week. You'll make it happen. Yeah, so well, I, we, we can do it. Yeah, you. Can I just touch on something to... Earl, Earl spoke about? Like, I, I, I guess I'm the face of Ocean Paddle, but we have an amazing team behind us. And Yander actually does most of the work. I just fluff around a bit. And, and obviously, my wife, Shireen, and there's an awesome bunch of people. But it's not only Ocean Paddler, it's we're only six of the 16 events. So, there is a fantastic group of people in this country that 
that are, are doing these events and they they don't they don't they don't own a surf ski brand they they just do it because they love running the event or, or they're very passionate about the event they want to do something you know like uh like uh earl touched on you know the hell's gate 38 the shoreham partners hell's gate 38 classic new race it's always tough to organize a new race the boys in wa you know we know we know how good those guys are and and, and ben hewitt who gets behind three events as a sponsor with city of perth surf club and and all these fantastic people that just get in because they like what we're doing. And, it, you know, it, it's, it's also growing on that front as well. You know, we're getting more and more people interested. Maybe they don't want to paddle, but they want to get involved. I got a message from a guy today. He said, I can't paddle the, uh, the bridge to beach, but can I come and help? And I'm like, sure, you know, I'm happy for you to put up banners. So, um, you know, that's that's the thing. It, there's all these fantastic people. And G- I see Jimmy Walker's just mentioned something there, but what a fantastic ambassador for the sport also. So what a great bunch of people we have involved with this sport. Yeah, there is so many question. people involved in the sport. That, um, yeah, that Sam, you can go on. Sorry, mate. Look, there, there was this one question I wanted to ask of Corey Hill before it uh, gets a little bit too late on. Corey, I'm going to put you on the spot. We've been speaking about more than a million dollars in prize money over the next three years. As the guy who won all of the races last time we were going around, how does that make you feel? And to hear that there's so much more interest now from other paddling disciplines that we'll see athletes lining up on the start line, does it make you feel like you have a target on your back? Yeah, look, it, it does. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's also... A familiar feeling like like I, I do it because I'm passionate I do it because I love it um if you flash back 10 years ago to when Michael and myself first started it, it was it was actually you know an investment in into our future and and it's just so cool to see this investment that we did which was a, a, you know an airfare and entry fees and ski hire and all that sort of thing 10 years ago has turned into this monstrosity to be honest it's it's just turned into something that's you know beyond what i could believe you know five years in meeting up with dean starting to to travel with him and then uh probably a year or two later meeting earl on the boat uh heading across to um the great rottnest island to do the doctor and um from from there the the you know (laughs) it's quite funny i was actually only sitting with lani the other day and going have a look at how funny this kit looks from from when we first started the Shore and Partners race team with Michael and myself, and and it was just sort of put together. And at the time, that was as professional as our sport was. Like we were the only ones with with shirts on and these sorts of things. And um, you know, you have a look at it to date, and it's um the professionalism behind it has just gone strength to strength. And we're we're now really really proud of the position that we're in. And um, going back to the question of of having a target and that sort of thing. I feel like for the last couple of years with the team and those sorts of things, it just creates this vibe and this sort of want from competitors and that sort of thing as well. Cause obviously um, by putting this, this uniform on, it does mean that you're, you're one of the elite and one of the ones to beat. And um, you've got a lot of people with names on that shirt that um, share this journey with you as well. So to, to have a win, it's not just a win for myself, it's a win for the sponsors, it's a win for the family and, and you're doing it for the people that support you. So it's, it's just been such a journey, such a ride. Unfortunately, we missed out on doing doing much last year, but um, from the sounds of it, it, it looks like we're um, making up for lost time, like I said, and I'm really looking forward to getting out there and continuing this this journey, continuing this, um, what I'm really passionate about. And um, I, I really hope that, um, I can keep that target on my back and, and I don't start shooting from the front. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think everyone's really excited to see what you can do, as well as all the other athletes coming through and, and are trying to target you. I think, fellas, uh, final thoughts from you all towards the end of this broadcast. We've spoken about so much. And, um, Dean, can you give us any final thoughts for uh, this upcoming amazing Australian Ocean Racing Series? Uh, well... <laughs> Uh, I just hope that we can get everything together and it all it all falls into place, which I believe I seriously believe it will. Um, I love the positivity of you know talking to Justin Ryan yesterday. Um, I'll, I'll tell a little story. I sent him a message just because I wanted to work out how much prize money we actually did have, and I go, Justin, how much prize money on the twenty beaches? And he goes, Is it a hundred? And I went, No, I think it's like eighty five. And he goes, Well, let's make it a hundred. So <laughs> things like that, <laughs> things like that are just um, unbelievable. And and you know for that that little margin 
what well, sort of little margin, but that little margin that he just increased the prize money by was our total prize pool, you know, 15 years ago or 10 years ago. So uh, what, what a fantastic, you know, that, that organisation at Runner 20 Beaches, what a fantastic group of people. And that's, that, that sort of crosses over the whole, the whole community that's involved with this sport. Yeah, well, thanks, Dean. I think it's going to be really exciting, and it is amazing to have those incredible supporters and partners of the sport, including yourself, all our major sponsors, and all the events and the amazing competitors that do them. Sam, any final thoughts for you? What do you what do you what do you got to say? One last thought that I don't think we've spoken about yet, um, and I think it's something that I guess extends from Corey's comments about you know the racing side of things. Not only are we going to see the racing hit new levels this year. I think there's a lot of athletes watching this video around the world who are going to be licking their lips at the chance to get here, maybe not this year, but whether it's next year or the year after, of course, Shaw and Partners signing on for three years with this current agreement. So I think soon as those international borders are open, we are going to see racing like we have never seen before as a result. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's really incredible time to be a part of this sport. No, I'm I'm out paddling. I might go for a paddle straight after this. It's uh, it's really it's really getting my uh, competitive juices flowing. But Earl, final thoughts from you. Um, look, I think like I said it all before. You know, at the end of the day, it's a privilege to be involved with the sport. There's wonderful, wonderful people. One of the sponsors we haven't mentioned, I don't think here today, is Vicobi. Pat has been a big supporter of it. Um, there's just some really cool stuff. You know, Vicobi have supplied great gear for it and, and they're a sponsor of the Shore and Partners race team. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, boost coming aboard. Again, I think I just really reiterate, if you're a professional athlete and you're in ocean sports, you can do Ironman and Iron Women and you can do ocean racing. And there's a lot of bitching and whinging in the Iron Series. You know, we don't get paid enough in this. Well, you know what? Add the two together. There's now a truckload of money on offer in the ocean paddling. Do the Iron and do the paddling. And you could actually earn a great living as a professional, um, you know. And I think the second thing I'd say is, again, repeat, if you're an athlete, you think you're a chance to get up on the podium, don't just get up there dressed like, you know, a dad. Get up there with your sponsor's hat, shirt, whatever. And if you don't have one, ask whatever ski paddler you're paddling with to get one of their T-shirts, get one of their hats. We want to attract really good sponsors. And as a sponsor, as we showcase our brand, as people can see with the race team and the race cars and the various things we do, that's how other sponsors want to be represented. So when you get up there and you're sponsored by, by Kobe and you don't wear a Vicobi hat, it just gives them the shits, quite frankly. And then it says they don't want to put any more money in. So showcase the people that help you in this sport if you're going to be on the podium. And the third thing I'd say is, again, a little bit like I said right in the very beginning, this is an awesome sport if you're just under 50s, under 40s, under 21s, under 17. If you're Enoughy like me, again, I can relate to so many of the different surf clubs. Luke Hoarder at Sydney Harbour Surf Club, you know, brought me into this sport. It was a gift that I'll look forever be grateful. And I know he's doing it for hundreds and hundreds of people. And I know there's Sydney Harbour Surf Clubs all around Australia. You all, you, you all want to go into these races, whether you're last or in a group and you're up the start line. And again, you know, I did my first race at 50 and it reminded me of playing test when I was 16. Gave me some adrenaline. Then I get to chat to world champions like all you guys on the here and hear about all your endeavours. It's just such a great sport. So get engaged, get involved. It's something to put on the Vicobi World Winter for and, 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 and train for to, you know, some of these events. So, you know, engage and spread the good word about what a bloody good sport this is. Yeah, I think there's amazing points there. Make sure you're dressing professionally. Let's make this sport look better. If you want to get involved in any sort of water sports, this is the time, so do it now. And um, just just do everything really respectfully. Do it well, and we're going to make this sport bigger and better. And Corey Hill, mate, what, what have you got to say for your final thoughts for, from tonight? Well, firstly, Boothie, my hat's still wet. I've just gone for a paddle, so I'm one step ahead of you. Um, and then... <laughs> i got secondly, two hours. <laughs> secondly... Um, Look, I'm just really excited to get back on the line. As as much as as much as like the racing and that sort of thing, it, it gets me super motivated. It's also been quite a hard year where you've got so many friends from around the world that you're you're used to seeing on the on the annual calendar where you where you sort of know that in Ireland you're gonna see these sorts of people, Hong Kong, you're gonna see these people. And, and although this year's looking like a domestic season again, um, it's it's been so long between seeing you guys in Perth, you guys in Sydney, and then like I've just seen a lot of comments pop up from Adelaide. Like it's people like that that I haven't seen for now over 12 months. So to be able to, like Earl just touched on, you're able to 
line up next to next to world champions and line up next to sort of friends and and um, others that really enjoy the same the same lifestyle that that I do. So I'm really looking forward to just seeing friends that I haven't seen for a for a year, as well as getting out there and um, then trying to beat them on the water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's such a community sport, and we're all friends. We're all we're all kind of a bit of a family. I think in ocean racing, and it's always great to to catch up with you all. I think we've all sort of spent a lot of time on Zoom and Skype and and those different mediums this year, trying to catch up with friends. But it is pretty exciting that we get sixteen chances to catch up with our friends this year. There's three hundred fifty grand, four hundred grand. I don't know. There's a lot of money, million dollars over the next three years. There's some exciting racing. Um, just to wrap it up, I think we're all very very excited about what. Um, the Shore and Partners Australian Ocean Racing Series is going to bring. Thank you so much to all the sponsors, to the events, to Dean Yand and all the team at Ocean Paddler, to Earl Evans and Alan and, and all the team at Shore and Partners. Thank you so much for getting involved. Just really excited to see this sport progress and, and I can't wait to be on the start line with you all. So, and Bridge um, to Beach entry is open this weekend. There you go. On Bridge Sunday. to Beach entry is open this weekend, Sunday. They, they, we've sort of been, I think Dean's been a bit hesitant to uh, post them up because it, with everything happening, but it seems like everything's good and I'll be over there. So thanks, Dean. Thanks, Earl. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Sam. Um, if you have any questions, please go to the Ocean Paddler website first. Check out uh, all the information. And if you have any further questions, please check out the Contact Us section on the website. So thanks again, guys. Thanks to everyone for joining. And we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks.